Welcome to the Fat Easy Musky Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance in front of the Ranger, Todd Young on speakerphone. Thumbs up, Vance, over there, giving me the green light to continue. We're in. We're in. I got thumbs up, too. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, Todd is giving me the thumbs up as well. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. Check us out, fattyzmusky.com, Fatty Z Musky Products on Facebook, Instagram. Believe it or not, I'm getting more Twitter followers. Really? I have. I think I'm up to like 10. Wow. And I've done like zero tweets. So Unbelievable. It's catching on. I mean, if you guys want to have no content, find me on Twitter and follow me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what Twitter is myself, but... I barely know what it is, but I'm on it because I'd like to see what some people write. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's... Good for news. I mean, not the, not the news that I'm getting, but yeah, it's mostly comedians that I'm following, so... Okay. Anyways, I get sometimes funny things, but oh, who cares? No one cares about that. <laughs> <clears throat> We're also... Oh, Fatty Z Musky products. Right now, we have been selling seniors, swim baits, sloppy seniors, like mad because of an unrequested video that went fairly viral. You remember that a few weeks back? Yeah, I do. Little fire tiger in a pond. That's right. Yeah. And I think I have like two left. I know that this is going to come out. It's not going to matter to the people that listen in a couple weeks, but it went bananas and... Perfect timing. I'm be moving, and I'm gonna have less baits to pack up and move. Uh, rod holders. We've been doing some videos on rod holders on the Facebook page. If you guys want to see what Vance and Todd look like, hmm. put a face to the name, or, or more importantly, face to the voice. How about that? There you go. And uh, those have been going really well, as you know, along with the seniors. But uh, fall fishing. If you guys need uh, jerk baits, rod holders. Gliders, soft plastic, what I have left. Please, please look us up. We are running low on several items, but give us a shout on the Facebook page or on fatizmusky.com. We're also brought to you by Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Todd, talk a little bit, please. Todd at mcfishingguides.com. That's where you can get a hold of me. Uh, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on the internet. That's our webpage. Yeah, Vance and I are ready to go. We still got the open dates here in October. We're going to fish a couple weeks into November. I just booked a trip for November thirteenth, so we're going to take it. You know, we're going to take it a couple weeks longer than we usually do, as long as the weather holds. Mm-hmm. Both of us got to get our boats here and stuff, and sometimes winter sets in. But I just have a feeling that's not going to happen real early this year. So November thirteenth, that's a Sunday, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'll be in Kentucky. You'll be hunting. You'll be hunting I'll in be Kentucky. hunting in Kentucky. I just wanted yep. to impress you guys with my knowledge of the next month's of the, of dates. The Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to try to get you going. It looks like fishing might be picking up a little bit. We'll see. But we're going to do our best to get you on fish. We're still getting fish. But, uh, you know, as we've talked all season, it's a little bit of a grind this year. But time will tell. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's getting better. Getting better. Yeah. Getting better. Is there any fishing rods that you like to use, Todd? Yeah, the St. Croix rods. Oh, yeah? St. Croix rods. I mean, you can't beat those things. They're the best on earth. 
So they say. So they say. Check them out, St. Croix. We got a bunch of them. Vance runs a bunch of them, and so does Andy. I have a bunch of them. I wouldn't say run a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, you have a bunch. You just collect dust. No. If you go on, you're going to be moving here shortly. Everything's going good. Next year. One day there'll be antiques in pristine condition for you. Not yeah. that LT big dog over there that I use as a mooring pole. Oh, it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've already lost it. Uh, I've already beat mine up pretty good. It looks way worse than yours. Oh, that thing might get used two or three more times this year. You just wait till you see what I put mine through. Mm -hmm. And this Minn Kota. This thing's going to be banging the drums. Two or three more times for 30 casts total with a glider. That's right. And Andy does need. not use, he does not have one of the, what are those things called? Those things the bass guys put on the back of their boat? The, a power the, pole. The power pole. A power pole. Andy doesn't have a power pole. It's called a big dog. That's yeah. right. It works. <laughs> All I all I need is a rod holder. I'll just jam that thing in the mud and put it yep. put it in our rod holders, and I'm good. Cast a little bit. Just jam that four hundred dollar rod in the ground. <laughs> Love it. So, after that, one of our bait sponsors is Baker Baits. We just got a really nice package from Zach. Top notch paint quality. Everything looks superb. He's been going. He's been he's been a busy boy, making a lot of baits and stuff. He's getting anxious to get out fishing and hunting. So, you know, you can find him on Facebook and Team Rhino Outdoors. And is there any other internet spots? I think just Team Rhino, and, and you can buy directly from him right now. Right. Now, Team Rhino, if you're looking to try to get a baker, my understanding is when Team Rhino gets them, they're out yeah. very quickly when i say very quickly the next day yeah. yes you know that's insane that's that's awesome that's that's great for zach he's he's a good friend of ours he's a great bait maker and uh you guys have any news on baker fish in the past since we podcast last yeah i mean the fish i've been getting a, a lot of them have been on bakers uh no fishing's pick, picked up a little bit and they've been crushing bakers shaking bake Mm-hmm. He's on the chicken bake. Yeah. <laughs> guy, so, real quick, I'm not going to get into a lot of details. Yesterday, guy got his first muskie ever, once again, on a baker. Today, guy got his first muskie ever, once again, on the baker. Mm-hmm. Quite a few fish in between. Today, we got a real, the guy got a really nice, fat 44-incher. It wasn't a giant fish, but it was big. Now, when you say fat, fat, is it different fat than June fat or just a general? Well, it's been the same fat that they've been all season, the same as Vance likes to bring that out. <laughs> I don't know. It's been that. Yeah, I, li I like to say that all the time. You know, it is. They're, yeah. they're eating. You don't. Know, they're eating all the time. That's body shaming. Somewhere. This one was a big fatty. And yeah. uh, 44 screamed the baker. I had it out on an inline board. My little uh, orange tiger one, which has been lots of pictures on the on the uh, all about bakers. <laughs> I just put it out. I didn't have it out in the morning and put it out. It was out there for ten minutes or something. That's too but long. Uh, I'd be bored. Yeah, my orange baker got somebody's first musky too over the weekend. Yes, sir. Just a couple days ago. Yeah, on a board too. 
I know, I'd be bored after 10 minutes, too. <laughs> yeah, they've been smoking the bakers. I can just, they're, it's not because we're involved with Zach, it is because that's what's happening. I'm never going to give anybody false information. I tell people what we catch them on, and uh, the bakers have been smoking here lately. So, Should anyone question that? Listen to the first 50 podcasts, Yeah, and Baker comes up a Baker lot. Baker comes up a lot. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> you can call the clients. <laughs> they always ask, "What's that face?" Like I tell them what it is. They've been smoking. Yeah, and hope them on other stuff. You know, getting them on all our other baits too. But uh... they always try to buy them too. I'm like, yeah, can't just add two zeros. To can't the happen. Yeah, yeah. But can I buy that bait now? I'm like, I can't say that bait. And especially because they're hard to come by now too. There's a demand for him. Yeah, and hopefully, I'm hoping that by show season, we might have a little stockpile we can carry around to help promote Zach. Special yep. show colors, custom oh, color for Andy. Just no, to custom, exclusive. Custom the colors. word's exclusive. Yeah, it's custom. Love that. Love that oh, custom. Nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> That's the plan. We'll see if it works. Yeah, hopefully it all works out, so... But please support our sponsors as they support us to give us this platform to tell you about musky fishing, our lives, tips and tactics, tips and sometimes rants. Oh, yeah. But we're going to start off this show. <clears throat> a little bit of archery hunting. I got a couple stories. Archery opened up on Saturday. Today is Wednesday. I've been out two times, which I didn't even, last year I didn't even really get to go out two times before shooting a deer. I had high hopes, I will say. I thought I had a deer pinned down, and of course, it goes no show on me. But He did no show. He, yeah. did, he, he was there like Friday night, and I have not got him on camera since. Oh, he, he the big one? The one I call High Road? Yeah. Gone. I don't know where he is. He was the most consistent of the shooters, literally at least 12 times in the two weeks prior. He was in, oh, the, yeah. in the food and plot. He shared all those photos with us. And he was yeah. like, there's High Road. Oh, yeah, that's him. And then they he, just disappeared. He didn't come the night. He didn't come your hunting night. Oh, my God. He hasn't been there since Friday night before hunting. Oh. Now, he's gone, Someone but now. Someone told him. Someone told him, and he took the I have high a feeling road, s- and he left. Oh, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> you gotta. You, sometimes you gotta own those ones. Yeah, wear that with pride. <laughs> um, but the neighbor could have shot him. You know, who knows if he was that visible? But it, who knows? He could just be hiding in the bushes. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, I with, with, with the way the wind was, I had I have a friend who's very very into hunting and he didn't like the wind for his stand so he asked if he could come and tag along and film me and i said sure now as vance i asked vance how you should describe this guy because vance has met him vance how would you describe him and and a person that a lot of people know i liked i liked your analogy john candy with a beard okay so i got john candy with a beard in this blind with me (laughs) and it's tight. The blind's about six foot in diameter. And you put two chairs in there and you put 
archery equipment and a camera and you're trying to get things set up and where you're anticipating a deer or what have you, <clears throat> it's tight. And there's not a, I mean, you can stand up in it, but it's not super comfortable. Well, that plays a part later. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I'm going to lead up to it real quick. I'm not going to give all the, the minor details. We're at my house. We meet up. We're about to hop in the truck. He says, I got to go behind your pole barn. So he took a leak then. We drive out. It's probably 20 minutes. He's like, I got to take a leak again. I'm like, dude, you you drank nothing. He goes, I think I'm just nervous. It's <laughs> the first day of hunting. I'm nervous. <laughs> like, okay. So he pees again. We get in the stand about, let's just say four o'clock. It gets dark a little after seven. Mm-hmm. By five o'clock, he's like, I got to pee. Yeah. And I'm like, you're serious? He goes, I, I have to go really bad. And I'm like, and it's it's overcast. It's a little bit rainy. And I'm thinking the deer are going to move early. And I'm like, you, you can't just get up now. It's just, you might as well, you know, that bull in a china shop kind of thing. Oh, my God. Except they're just, you'd be pushing over the cabinets. Just all over, everywhere. And he's like, I have to go. My eyes are swimming. That's what he said. And I'm I'm like, okay. My he's like, yeah. He, he he says, I'm going to pee in this bottle. I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. You're I, brutal I, in the stand. I want to shoot this buck. Oh, my <laughs> God. You are brutal in the stand. He's like, I'm going to pee in this bottle. And I said, okay. He picks up a full water bottle. It's full, not even opened. I'm like, you're not going to fit much in that thing, you no. know? And he goes, can I dump this on the floor? The, the, it's an elevated blind. I'm like, we got stuff on the floor. No. You are so brutal. He's like, stand. I'm going to dump it outside the window. And I'm just thinking, yeah, the deer are going to hear, glunk, 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 glunk. Yeah. I said, give it to me. I slugged that water down in under 30 seconds. You guys have never seen me drink a bottle of water. I've never seen you drink and water, you period. And drank water. That's, that's great. Unbelievable. It's first time better. ever. Coming from a guy with kidney stones. Yeah, hey fact of life <laughs> <laughs> you drank your water for the month yeah just about <laughs> i slammed that bottle of water as quick as i could and then my friend gets up and he tries to take a leak in this bottle oh and he's like i don't know if this is gonna work i'm like you gotta make it work he starts peeing and it's hitting the side of the blind oh my god and he goes it's going everywhere i'm like <laughs> You got to figure this one out because Lord knows I'm not lending a hand. Oh my <laughs> I'm not God. Gonna help you. <laughs> and oh my God. He stops like midstream, and I'm like, this is bad because very few can stop midstream and carry on. Yeah. Well, somehow he manages to. I mean, it, it did not. Half went on his pants. Oh my some God. went on the blind. Some went in the bottle. Oh my God. And. It, I, I didn't look to see how much was absorbed in the in the in the fabric of the pants, but I can tell you this: there is more chew spit in that bottle there than what made it in, <laughs> and it's probably like three quarters of an inch of a standard water bottle. So he makes oh, you, he makes you drink water, and then he causes a big scene. You should have just let him go out. <sighs> About take a knee and just pee out the door. Because this ain't the hunting stand that you were in. It would be like. 
might as well take a bass drum and just start beating it where we're at. I've seen that stand, I think. You have not seen that stand. I've never taken you there. Um, oh, really? I've, you've never seen this location. Oh, my gosh. So, well, I don't want to see it now. Oh, of course not. It stinks. It probably reeks. That's, that's, where, that's where you're going to sit. Yeah. <laughs> In that same chair. That's, it was a little bit damp. Anyway, but... you sit there, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, we end up, you know, it, it was a decent night, I guess. I passed up a, a legal deer. If anyone listens in the past about our hunting, there's there's point antler restrictions. And I, I passed up a very small, very small legal deer. And, you know, but <clears throat> this seems to be an important player. There is always seems to be one deer that hangs around me all the time. And this one deer on Saturday was a very important deer that plays a part in my story that I have on Tuesday's hunt. I call her Junior. She's an all by herself, little baby. It's a it's a yearling. She's six months old. Her spots are just, just starting to like really fade out all by herself. There's not a brother or sister. There's not a mother all by herself. I call, I call it veal. Veal. I'm going to tell Love you it. what, I could have given you a whole deer full of veal mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> I, she was at the stand at like probably three to five yards yeah i just there were points i could not see her anymore wow and she hung around there a very long time because she was just sitting there eating the big food plot that i planted the whole reason i planted it was yeah. to make them big and fat and predictable which backfired this year so far <laughs> okay so junior the deer was there and let's fast forward to Tuesday. Tuesday, I get in the stand. I'm, I'm, I'm running solo. I get set up. Everything seems nice. It's a much warmer day. The sun's out. And I got some of these windows out of my blind, and I'm sitting there. And I'm just, I'm a little, I'm not quite settled down yet. It, I got in the stand around 4. It's about 5 o'clock. I'm still, I didn't put my coat on yet. It was warm, and I hate walking in and getting all sweaty. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, fidgeting putting my coat on and stuff it's getting to be about that time and making all this noise i look up and here comes junior walking through like this goldenrod to get to the food plot i don't know how long she was there i was fidgeting around mm -hmm. but who knows anyway she gets she gets in she feeds her way from 80 yards in front of me to like 60 yards behind me and she's going to town and i look i'm like oh here comes another deer you know, down in this little bottom coming into the food plot. And all I saw was brown. And I'm looking, I'm like, okay, it's going to pop out of the weeds any second. And I see a little tip of white really low to the ground and then orange. I'm like, what? Out pops this house cat, a white and orange house cat. But, but the way that the, the land was angled, I saw brown that was in the shadows thinking it was a deer. It's a house cat. Under most circumstances, it's not a big deal. That's a big house cat. Yeah, this thing, it probably had a tail that was three foot long. <laughs> and take it, for it, was, it got really low to the ground and, and it was trying to play a fun game with, with Junior. Mm -hmm. But it ended up carrying Junior out by its neck. <laughs> no, it, it's a standard house cat. And uh, <clears throat> it starts just walking along. It's just going somewhere. It doesn't go five yards once it enters the field edge. And Junior, about face, looks right at it, and its ears are forward, her tail's going up like, this ain't right. 
And the cats walk in at a normal cat pace. And I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. So the cat walks probably 50 yards, gets back into this little section of woods, and Junior's following it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on here? Then the cat pops back out very close to where I first saw Junior in the goldenrod. There's a little mowed, mowed swath there. And the, the cat just kind of like looks back and gets into the weeds. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Junior comes out of the woods, you know, following the cat's trail, and gets into this goldenrod. And I'm like, what's going on now? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to find out, obviously. And for the next at least 45 minutes, every couple minutes, Junior would stomp, snort about a dozen times, and run around crazy. And... (laughs) I literally almost shot an arrow at her just to get her away. Really? Because I... Anybody out there that hunts knows that when a deer is snorting, generally that's their way of saying, danger, everyone pay attention to me, stay away. Mm-hmm. They don't. The deer don't always bust when they do that, but to have one for 45 minutes... I mean, she had to snort 100 times. Wow. And Oh my gosh. And and she That's would, yeah. and, and she would like kind of come up to the, the, she had this cat pinned in maybe a 20 foot square, but she wasn't sure where the cat was. And then she would stomp her feet. And after the snort, you know, the tail goes up and she does like three or four bounds, stops, turns around. And I'm like, there's no guaranteeing that that didn't bring any deer in, but it couldn't have helped. Mm-hmm. No. And after it's just crazy out where you're hunting there. I can't believe just a house cat. The house cat did that to them. Interrupting your hunt like that. Yeah, and she, but maybe that's the first time she's seen a cat. But anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm getting frustrated because I don't have very many brownie points to go hunting and fishing, <laughs> and this is one of them. And I'm sitting here watching this deer blow up on a cat. Oh my god! Keeping cat versus deer. Yeah. Oh I wish I had a cucumber I could have put next to that cat if you've seen yeah. any of those videos. I needed that cat out of there. Yeah. And finally, a- after a while, I just like closed my eyes and just like serenity now. Finally, Junior moved on. And as a big giant middle finger to the night, after she moved on, the cat walked back out on the trail and just strolled away. Oh my God. <laughs> no other deers. No other deer all night. Wow. And I had like a half hour, maybe 40 minutes after she got done doing her little temper tantrum. And I'm just like, well, I guess that was exciting. But hindsight, if I see that happen again, I'm going to open the blind door like I should have let my friend do. And I'm just going to scare Junior the doe away. Yeah. And then she would snort once and then leave. And then the the deer would never care because that was 45 minutes before they even think about getting up. Unbelievable. So. You cashed in all your chips, and your buddy that peed all over your stand blew your hunt, and now this cat did it. I don't, I'm not saying he blew the hunt. I mean, we, we saw, I, I had a below average sighting of deer that day, but <laughs> it was still. Unbelievable. I just started chugging, and I am not good at drinking a lot real quick. And I, I'm just <laughs> And then the whole time he's trying to pee, like the bottle's crinkling and stuff, and I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's not me with rubber boots, it's your buddy's trying to pee in a bottle. 
Hey. I'm Unbelievable. S- your rubber boots when you're trying to not tell me that your feet are frozen. I told you to, you know, turn that heater on. You just use it there as a, a sick joke. I, 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 I did that as moral support. <laughs> There for emergencies. Oh, you guys. I'm going to tell you what. If, if in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my hunting update. and uh, You're going to get it done. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, we'll, yeah. It, we'll, 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 have a, we'll have a hunt podcast. I, I'm, I'm sure I will, but it's just, I, I'm looking at this with, I, I'm not frustrated or nothing. It's hunting. But I'm like, I'm moving here soon, and we're doing stuff with showing the house and finalizing things and inspections, and I want to go hunting, I want to go fishing. I thought you were going to get one on that first day, especially with how you patterned those deer. It just is nuts. I thought so, too. Both days I was out hunting, off the neighbor's land, it sounded like a crossbow going off. Now, there's no saying that it was, but when you're sitting there and you hear a mm-hmm. and and you're like, that was not no compound, could it have been a stick, could it have been a deer snort, you know, at a distance, who knows, but who knows, he could have been shot. You thought you heard an arrow go off. Yeah, when you shoot crossbows, you know what they sound like. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, but who knows? There's plenty of did deer you, out there. Did you look? Was there any stands close by? I know where that stand is. You're hunting. There, there is one. There is one very is close. It? It's it's in a small crab apple orchard. That you know he could have came out to first. You know, yeah. who, who knows? But like I said, I probably got twenty five different bucks on camera. Half of yeah. them are legal. I just was keying in on this one because he was. You know, he was so Carl Malone. He was the mailman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He always yeah. delivers. He's coming. Same time right every day. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? I might pull the card. I've had bucks disappear before and then come back two weeks later. But he's not the only one out there. Yeah. I just, I thought I had a great shot at that. Now, I did I did throw odds out there with people at work and you guys, 75% chance I'd have a legal. Mm. And I did, but I wasn't going to shoot yeah. a... I wasn't going to shoot a 30 or 40 inch legal buck. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. Anyways. I thought you were going to get one. You had a really, I mean, you, you did it on the first day last year. I did. I also didn't have a person that had to pee really bad. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, the thing is, is that the, the nice thing with Junior is that when she's behind me eating and the way the windows are in, um, it makes me feel good because any deer that's so contemplating you, coming out will see another deer out there. So that's why you yeah. like that. You like to have a yep. deer in the in the food plot. Oh, I'd love to have a deer, and I don't want them in front of me. I want them behind me. You just want them around. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can't see me, and it also helps when she's downwind and she ain't spooking. I know she's young, mm-hmm. but two times now she's been downwind to me and hasn't blown out. But we'll see. We'll it'll, see it'll it'll happen. You'll get a, you'll get a nice one. You got. Oh, come back to those cats. I'm gonna tell you about them cats. I'm gonna carry cucumbers with me. I don't wait. What happened to the cucumber and the cat? You've never seen those cucumber cat videos? No. Anybody out oh, there that Lord. wants that, that that wants a good clean laugh, 
There are people taking videos, like their cat will be sitting there, yeah. and they'll set a cucumber next to it. The cat will turn and look at it and instantly get launched into orbit. Really? The cats yeah. will lose their mind. Pull it up on your phone. I I'll, can't I'll, do it. I can't do it. Well, I'll do it after. We're, we're going to do like this live reaction. No, I, I can't do it. My data. Your data? I don't know. It's just a <laughs> silly excuse. Are you My gonna daughter take a loves those, and she tries it with the cats. And our cats, they don't react to a cucumber like that. She's kind of bummed. Did, did, I know I've talked to you about this before. Have you done the tube sock thing with your cat? I know this is a musky podcast, but... Mm-hmm. No, I haven't done the tube sock thing. If, okay, the tube sock thing is this. I'm wasting time right now for Vance to watch this video. And... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're doing a little tally, like cucumber one, cat zero... Cucumber two, cat zero. <laughs> this is sick and cruel. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Our cats could care less. My daughter was all excited. We put a cucumber by the cat. They turn around and look at it, and they walk away. Jesus. The, 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 the tube sock. <laughs> you take a big, long tube sock, tie it around the stomach of the cat. Like, in between its front and back legs, just tie it right around its midsection like a belt. The mm-hmm. cat will fall over. And just lay there. Every cat yeah. I've done that to, you just just tie a standard half hitch around. You don't have to go bananas. Just get it on there to, to stay tight. And the cat will just kind of like maybe take a step and then just fall over. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, they go crazy. Take okay. a cucumber. Are you really going to take one? I'm going to take that zucchini and I'm going to crush it with it. I got a zucchini out there for you, Vance. <laughs> you oh, got good. some big zucchinis. You could just... You could kill the cat with that. Yeah. I could kill it with a crossbow, We're too. Not condoning killing cats. You could. I do have an arrow that has a junk broadhead on it that probably would do just fine on a domesticated animal. Stick a, stick a cat into the ground. Oh, my. Yeah, and then that cat would be sitting there squealing, and then the deer would bust and just... Take, the, take a little trap, catch the cat. You can take it back, give it to your daughter. She'll love it. There you go. I, I love Todd. I didn't. Uh, if now that you offered, you take an extra cat. I will catch yeah. it for no, you. No, I'm not taking any more cats. We have four at our house. Yeah, four cats and chickens. No more cats. No okay, more cats. love it. All right, let's let's get let's get off the cats yeah, a little bit. And I, I guess we we have a little bit of boat stories, and we'll we'll save Vance's boat story for last. How's that? That's terrible. Yeah, I, 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 I'll give I'll give my boat story because it, it happened thirty five minutes ago because we're thirty one minutes into this podcast. Vance got here. I I open up the door, turn on the light, and he says from my driveway, "What's this?" Yeah. What was it, Vance? There was a cover on this Ranger. There was a boat cover on this boat, <laughs> and then I asked him, "You know, the last time I had this boat cover on." <laughs> Todd, you probably remember it. Yeah. The PMTT. 2013 Kentucky PMTT. (laughs) It's faded. (laughs) (laughs) From mildew sitting on that ridger rack. You don't cover your boat, Austin. No, I don't. You also don't use it. No, both of those are true. (laughs) We cover our boats all the time. I know. And it's, mine's a pain to cover. Well, because it's a, like an acre under a roof. That, and, and and I have those poles in it, you know? Yep. So I have to get up in the boat every time and put these poles in. Todd see, sees it. Todd has a real nice system. He's got that big windshield. 
And then he has what? What are those things called, Todd? That Beaumont or B- B- Bows? Yeah, Bows. Fiberglass files or Bows, whatever they call. Yeah, them. and you just kind of connect them gunnel to gunnel, and and uh, you just flip that thing right over. Mine, you got to get use those dang poles. It's it's a pain. It the, really is a pain. The problem with Todd's is this: if you're not six foot four. You have a hard time <laughs> flopping that cover unless you're on, you know, that's stilts or yeah, that's true. Or you know, you put a ladder next to that yeah. thing. Much chiller. Do we? Uh, uh, yeah. Well. Okay. So, anyways, so, we we peel peel this cover off, Vance, and we already told Todd what you found. But the the reason that I had the cover on was because I had a bunch of things that I wanted to hide because we're showing the house that we're trying to that you know we're we're moving like I've said many times, and what what did you find? What treasures did you find under this cover? Dude, everything that I, I'm sitting around, but plus ammunition. You got thousands of rounds of ammunition. You got broadheads, uh, okay, planer boards, rifles. Probably the, the, the skulls of six different yeah. deer. 140-inch deer. Deer collars. Grunt grunt tubes. Tons, a sling off your tons, gun. Tons and tons and tons of bullets. We have podcast studio stuff. I have yeah. a hook file. Yeah, Everything. That, I, I would keep that stuff out. It's, it, it's character. The, the, the thing that I worry about is someone casing the joint and then coming back and busting the door down and Vance is going to like, hey, it's deer hunting season. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, I got robbed. I got robbed. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Okay, so that's my boat story. I covered my boat for the first time in three years. Not to use it. To hide. To hide. The treasures. Okay, Todd, yeah, got you got a boat story. We got, bo- we got yeah, boat I stories. Mean, yeah, my boat story is very simple. Let's in make June, it complex. <laughs> June, I had an issue. People I could do. tell. I was, when I would give, give the boat some gas, there were some, it was very tight. I knew something was wrong. Uh, I was afraid there was like a little kink in our, my, my throttle cable, and I did not want to deal with this while I was doing the charter, so... I don't know where to go. You know, so you, did you call you know, Vance? He knows all the marinas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, Speed that, that's why I didn't know where to go. So you know, <laughs> I've heard the stories of this guy. He's been in business. He's like seventy years old. He's been in business for fifty years, dealing with mercuries and mercury's products and blah blah blah. This is just a throttle thing, and I, and I, you know, so I take it over, explain what's happening. Simple cable, you know, bing bang boom, right? Bing bang boom. You know, put a new throttle cable on there for me. But you know, he, he was he was they were looking at it, and he's like, I don't know, man, something might be wrong with that box in there. Okay, whatever. I need it fixed. So a simple throttle cable, simple throttle cable is now turning into a control box. Yeah, it could be the control box, and he's like, you know, I just want to make sure you're ready to go. You need to be ready to go. Yeah. And, and, you know what I'm and, telling and, and that's, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. this is this is Thursday morning. I'm dropping it off. I'm coming to pick it up tomorrow night because I have, like, 20 days of trips in a row after this. So don't touch it. I'll, I guess I'll try to get by if you can't fix it. He's like, well, I'm going to order a new box. I could use one of those anyhow. And then they got a Mercury change their, their, their cable. So if you get a new box, you need new cables. I said, whatever, do whatever. Show up, pick it up. 
yeah, we had to put a new box on. The box is bad, plus this is bad. So it was a $700 bill. Pick it up. Everything's working great. Oh, yeah, everything's working great. Take it out. First day on the water, put it on. And, yeah, it worked fine for, like, the uh, first half of the day. Then every time I would, like, start the motor, I got to give it a little bit of gas. I got an old two-stroke. And uh, I give it a little gas, and I would pull it back into neutral, and it just lunges into forward. So neutral so is now forward. Yeah, you know, like a neutral button pressed, forward, warm the motor up. But when I go to put it into neutral, it jumps into forward. And then I pull it back a little further, and it goes back into neutral. So I call the guy. I said, you know, there's, there's a problem. I don't know when I can get it over. I'm fishing the next 20 days in a row. I'm going to try to get it over, blah, blah, blah. One thing leads to another. It was about two weeks ago. Finally, I was like, hey, I got some, uh, I got a, you know, I had a, a cancel rain, rain day. And an uh, older guy didn't want to come. I was like, that's fine. I got to do something anyhow. He's like, well, we, you know, we got stuff going on. And this. I said, no, I'm bringing the boat over tomorrow. I already paid you for this work. You got to make this right now. I'm bringing it over in the morning. And I went fishing with Vance that day. It was just, what, a week and a half ago, Vance? Yeah, we got poured on. Yeah. Yeah, I dropped it off. The whole time I'm saying to Vance, he's not, they're not even going to look at it. I could see it from where we were fishing. <laughs> I could I could see it when I drove back across the lake. I was like, damn, it looked at it. It's raining. Well, so, you, I mean, I'm, isn't I'm, it I'm like... I'm ready to flip out because, like, I drive by and I could see the... I went, and, I went and grabbed breakfast thinking, okay, I'm going to go get breakfast, and they're going to call, and I'm going to go over, and they're going to say, okay, we made the adjustment or whatever. And I was getting very uh, very annoyed. Oh, yeah. Uh, very annoyed. I've... And I saw that they hadn't been there, and it was raining. He said, well, it's raining, and, you know, I'm telling Vance, I'm like, I would like to go over there and tell them, I don't care if it's raining, put a damn poncho on and go out and fix what I already paid for. Yeah. Anyhow, we get the call. I was surprised. We were fishing. We get the call. I said, Vance, that was in. Cold. Boat's ready. So all Go that rage and frustration was for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> at that point. At that point. Okay. Pick it up. He says, everything's ready to go. Okay. Put it on the water next morning on the dock. Pull it back. Nothing. Everything's good. Everything worked great. Go out fish a little bit. Get ready to run in at the end of the day. Do it. Same thing. Kicks into neutral. Unbelievable. Or kicks into, it kicks into forward. Well, I guess you always so, want to go forward. I mean, that's convenient, isn't it? Yeah, it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's just not the way it's supposed to be. So I instantly, I said, guys, you got to give me a minute here. i got to make this phone call. I'm with, I'm with other clients. And uh, I was like, blah, I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> blah, you know what? This boat is still jacked up. I, 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 am, I can't believe this is happening. You've been in business for 50 years. I think the throttle cable and, you know, you know, both those cables, I think they're too short. I'm turning and something's pulling out. The other thing that's happening, when I, put, when I give it gas, I, I put the throttle down. If I let go, it like, it like pulls back up the... It throttles itself down. Yeah, I can't even let go. So I got to sit there with one hand there. Like today, I was driving, 
had it on. I had it hand on the steering wheel. I let go to reach in my pocket or something, and it comes right back. You you went through the windshield. Yeah, the cables are too short. So it's that's my that's my thing. So I called I so I called the guy back. I said, I don't. I know you've been doing this for fifty years. I'm not even fifty years old yet, but the cables are too short. When I'm turning and stuff, this stuff is all getting messed up. You need to order new cables. I'm going to bring it over. You know, I, I got to get it back over there. And now this time, because I was pretty mean. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I know it's your schedule. When can you get it? I, I said, how long do you open this season? Because I'm going to keep bringing it back till this is right. Yeah. But he lives there. So... We'll see. I'm dropping it off in the morning. It's very, it should have been a very simple. It's, just, it's going back to the same thing we've been talking about. It's so hard. And you got this new box that you probably didn't even need. You probably That's just the needed. I didn't need. I dropped like 700 and I should have dropped about 250, 200. And I didn't want it. I didn't need it. On cables in a couple hours of work. Yeah. And it just, you know, I could have probably done it. I know Andy could have done it. I would have charged Andy you substantially less than that. Yeah, but the thing is, you like know, free. I, I was I I wasn't a pinch. I yeah. wanted to get it fixed. I know that thing was going to break. There was something. There was something going on, and then I don't want to go out with clients and have a break while I'm out there. Yeah, you don't. I mean, that would just no. be mortifying. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I can get in. I got the nine nine, but I just feel it's just such a simple thing. And there we go. There's another one we can't go to, Vance. There's another one. So we've eliminated everyone within a. But you go to these. You go to you go to these places at the mercy. You're just like help, please, yeah. God, just get this thing running because my business depends on it. I'll do whatever yeah. it takes. I'll drive 3,000 miles. The thing you always hear is like, well, you know, yeah, drop it off. We'll get to it. We've got a two-week wait. And I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. I'm not a pleasure boater for the weekend. I need... It needs fixed now. And I'll pay the premium. I'll, I'll, I'll pay, pay premium. But even when you do that, I can't find someone that no. can do it. Only Andy. But... That it's 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 the truth, and and then you drop the boat off. You're nervous the entire time. It's always in the back of your mind. You're like, "What's going on? Are they working on it? Somebody call and give me an update." I don't want to start getting like annoying and calling them like, but yeah, you know, that's not a way to build a friendship. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you drop it off. You you want to call like midday? Did you did you even look at the boat yet? What's going on? I need an update. When does UPS come there? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and it, it it it's it's a devastating feeling to be at the mercy of that. Um, I you know hope yeah, and that's hopefully what, it works out. But I it's mean, been going on for what four months now. It's still runnable though, right? Oh yeah, I mean it, it's runnable and everything, but it's not right. I mean I yeah. might I might dump this boat this year and get a new one, but I don't want to dump it to someone and say, by the way. Uh, I just got a new, either brand new cables, brand new box in there, gearbox, 
but be careful if you launch the boat and go to put it in the neutral after you start the big motor because it might lunge you back up onto the ramp. Yeah. Well, you don't have to so put it that right. way. You could just say, hey, something needs adjusted there. It's all easy. It's a 10-minute job. I know a guy that'll do it. And then you send it up to whoever that guy is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, we'll see. It's just, it's just sad. Someone's in business 50 years, and I can tell. I knew right away. I was like, those are supposed to be a little loop. Yeah. In that, uh, you know, little leeway there. And I was like, that thing is too short. It looks nice. It goes right out, right into the motor. It looks great, but it doesn't work. And that so makes sense. It's just a... it, it would make sense from the standpoint of, that's why the adjustments are not taking is because you go one extreme on the motor, it's probably pulling things that shouldn't be pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was... It, 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 it's scary that I, I'm, I, I would like to get rid of my boat. I would like to sell my boat. It's a great boat. It's been great for me. Uh, I'd like to get something to that, you know, it's going to be a little easier for me. Uh patrolling situations just because I'm running clients and stuff like that, but I'm scared to death to do this. Uh, yeah, you should be, because of all of my horror stories. Yeah. And it's not only yours. I mean, it, it happens all the time with people. And I'm a, it happened to my boat when I bought it new. I, I, I'm just afraid to deal with all the stuff that you got to deal with when you do this. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. And, and go into a charter season where I have 100 people lined up to go fishing. And I think, well, i got to take the boat back in today and see if I can get it done today. The next time I'm off is like three weeks from now. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'm afraid to make the jump. I mean, that's partly I'm afraid to make the jump. And it, which leads into more stories with Vance's boat. Oh, Todd just ended it like that. Yeah. Vance, anything happened to your boat? Yeah. Again. Okay. Great podcast, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I I died on the water again. Like metaphorically speaking. Mm-mm. Part of me died that day. Again. Yeah, just, just, part <laughs> part, of, just part of his soul. So, yeah. His soul. That it doesn't matter. That boat has taken a lot. A lot out of me. You got to watch what you're saying because there might be uh, uh, someone might be listening to this <laughs> that might be at a dealership that might be accepting a trade on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so here's here's what happened. Um, here's the skinny. We were fishing, man. Everything was fine, and I had a two day charter, two full days back to back. Fished the first day, everything was cool. Went back in, plugged it in, put the boat on the water. Um, and this day, there was this giant bass tournament going on. Um, How not big? Like, like not, not a giant one, but they were giving like two boats away at the end of it. Did uh, you sign up for the bass tournament? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. I you could have got a new boat. Yeah, well, I, I should have. Um, they got two. Uh, yeah, the one they raffled off just for being in the event. Why didn't you sign up and be like, yeah, I yeah, got a shot. I got a shot. 
Yeah. A couple hundred dollar raffle tickets. You pick well, up a couple giant bucket mouths out there and you win big fish. You always gotta you always gotta stack your your extra coin when you're fishing out of my boat though, because you never know when you're gonna have to go back to the dealer. You know, those miles and gas miles and all that stuff racks up plus the bill. So I wasn't gonna drop it on a, a chance at a boat. But man, halfway through the day I get that freaking beep again. Just remind beep, us what 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 the beep. sound you know, just and I'm like, oh my god! I'm Is like, it like a flat again. line? I thought it, yeah. I mean, basically, you you, you hear it, you hear it like, you know, the motor going, and then all of a sudden it, you hear that that shrill, and it I've is, heard it. It is like a flat line. Mm-hmm. It is. It's and like then the movies. Right? And then I look, I look down at my, my yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh! All right. Just, something just happened. I'm getting flashbacks. Um. PTSD, but I look down at my smart craft that does the same BS, you know, return to port and take it to one of these jag-off service marinas that are just going to say it's fixed, give the, me they're, huge they're, money, they're and then it's going to happen again. In the field of out marine repair. And nobody's on my side. Everybody passes the buck. I was, I'm going to go through all this stuff again, you know, that's what I'm thinking. And I have to look at the people... And basically what, what happened is I was looking at my gauges and stuff and all of a sudden I wasn't running 14 volts. You know exactly what to do at that point. Tell them what you do. You return to port. Exactly. And then you take immediately. it, get it, get it serviced immediately. Call service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, well... This really sucks, and I'm trolling every. I'm, I'm trolling at this point, and running six poles, and it's weedy. I start to shut some stuff down on the boat. Turn the X's off, but at this point, I'm like, you know, I dropped like, you know, nine hundred some bucks a couple months ago to get this problem taken care of with this voltage. First, I thought, mm. I took it to mentor. Yep, and they, you know, they did the battery thing. They put the correct battery with the Verado, and did rewired stuff. And then the alternator went on it a couple months after, and the isolator. And then maybe I, not even a couple months. We're dealing like a yeah, month. Oh yeah, a month. Um, definitely just a month. And then the alternator got replaced. And then and then I took it back out, and it was still crap. And then I took it back in, and then they replaced the isolator like a couple of days after and then I was here and everything was cool. Everything was running fine. And uh yeah, so that beep goes off. I'm like, guys, if you could, would you unbolt that motor and let it sink to the bottom of the lake? I, I make I, it home on I mean, the I'm, I'm just don't touch the weeds. I'm 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 ready but <laughs> You know, so at this point, I'm shutting stuff down. Stuff's getting weeded up because I'm, I haven't sat down the entire day because I'm cleaning rods and stuff and reeling in and messing around with board rods and stuff. And uh, now I'm looking at this thing, you know, trying to steer. you got boats all around you, and you're looking at your voltage, and you're just like, God, when's it going to go? I don't know. I got about another hour into the trip before. Was I it beeping still the whole time? Mm -mm -mm. Okay. No, it just was like a long 10-second pause, um, you know, a long 10-second beep, and then it just 
you know, everything just starts to shut down. It, it gave you the warning. And I was like, yeah, this is this is a half day now, guys. I'm sorry. This is terrible. And I, I just, I could, I just like shut down myself. Like the battery sh shut down upstairs too. I was just, I, I couldn't even like. Did you have a sweatshirt to bite? I'm like, guys, it, it, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's a horrible feeling. It's absolutely horrible. And especially to do all the legwork that I've done to go and, you know. You've done a lot of, of what I feel above and beyond the amount of jacking around that you should. Mm -hmm. And so clients leave. I'm sitting there at this boat. Uh ramp and I can't get onto my trailer with a motor so you know eventually I'm gonna have I got in I got in with I I, I trolled right to the to the the boat ramp and, and just killed everything and just putzed in and then shut the boat down they left and I'm sitting there did you weep a little and I'm thinking of like I just start cleaning up the boat and stuff and, I, and I'm thinking I'm gonna have to uh Figure out how you can make it look like an accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so I called the most recent dealer I was at, and I was like, "Hey, I was like the alternator or something went off, you know, broke again on this. I'm gonna bring it back into you guys. Please give me a call at your earliest convenience." Oh, you had to leave a message. Yeah, and they still that's, haven't called me. That's confidence inspiring. So they 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 didn't they never called me back. Oh, that that can't be the case. They never ever called me back after I left that message, and um, is that how you said the message, or were you? Yeah, that's how I was. Oh, I mean, there's nothing I could do at this point. I, I, I don't know what else to do about it. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, this you know this marina that is putting on this bass tournament, you know, is it the, a name the, brand marina? Yeah, with like every. All my problems with this boat, everybody's like, "Yeah, go there, go there." But in in the interim, I, I I was already at other places, and they were fixing it supposedly, you know. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, you know, if it ever happens again," which I doubt, because you know, I have confidence that it's it was going to work. I, I would go there, but <laughs> if it happened again, and it happened again, so it's a sign. I get out. And, you know, this guy's like, what's wrong with that boat? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, you know, it's dead. It's a Verado, yada, yada, yada. This happens all the time. You know. You just say par for the course? Mm. Okay. Well, the guys that run this marina are fishing tournament. The guy gets them on the phone. He's like, yeah, we'll look at it. as soon. As we're, we're on to some fish here. We'll be back in a couple hours. So I leave the boat on the water and just sit there. And they come in. I watch the bass weigh in. You know, did you see anyone talk about muskies? Um, yeah, throughout the pre-fishing and stuff, they talked about muskies and they caught some. And any sixty-inchers? No, no. But somebody did. No, but they did catch a big get, get a big one, <laughs> and that one, that one stung. <laughs> was it caught on like a pop bar or something like that? It was caught just drop shot. Drop shot in the bass. It was a big, big. It was a big, big one. one. I was just like, hmm. Right where we've been fishing too. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. So, so that 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 smoothed things over. You you saw people get enjoyment <laughs> about catching a big fish that made everyone talk. 
that, that felt good as a guide. And, and he was must- ho- he was holding it with a boga too. I was that that even I was so pissed at that too. What, was it a vertical hold? It was. <laughs> oh yeah. It was. It was. I guess I almost arrested him and killed him on the spot for it. Really? Oh god, yeah. What else could you do? I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're the musky police. And then you got to make sure you post it on Facebook of what you did. Oh yeah. So you can get the pat on the back from people that aren't even around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, after that was done, the guy came over and like I'm I'm sick of telling the story about like what happened. I'm just like it's dead. Help, you know, just figure it out. I'm not even gonna give you the backstory on it. I just want you to. It's your turn to figure this out because yeah. fix the dang thing. He's like. All right, yeah, you know, we got the second round of the tournament is tomorrow. And I'm supposed to go out at 5 a.m. I'm taking a charter at 5 a.m. night fishing. Morning fishing. Mm-hmm. I needed to correct you. Morning fishing. But it's it, it stays dark until about 7, 7.30, you know. It's correct. Like, and, um, you know, so, so I'm what do conflicted you do? in that point. Like, what, what do I do? Todd comes in. Has he seen me before dad at the dock? <laughs> Business as usual. Mm. And we're, we're, the, the, I, I jumped ahead of myself. The marina's like, drop it off by Monday. We'll look at it first thing. I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, you know, cause you got trips this coming up week and yada, yada, yada. Todd, same thing Todd said to that one guy and the same thing I always say to all the marinas I go, I need it back as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, so he left me with a good feeling. Now I came down to this trip. What am I going to be able to do this trip? That's, you know, 10 hours away. I think the only way I'm going to do it, I'm going to bust out the three battery chargers that I bought because this boat has given me so many problems. And I'm just gonna start charging everything. Extra batteries. You have like battery sale going on mm-hmm. in the back of your truck. I do. I do. I'm selling them hot. I mean, I, I Vance even asked me how he can rig his phone charger to plug to into plug. the into to put a charge into the battery that feeds his motor. Mm. So me and Todd are talking, and he's like, "Yeah, just do the trip." Should be able to get through four hours. And I think, yeah, I, I probably could if I charge everything. Well, I'm thinking I'm charging everything and I'm going to be using a lot of extra electricity at night. I got lights running and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I drop the boat. It fires up. It's reading around 12 volts. It trickers, trickles down throughout the day. I get through about... An hour and a half until that thing starts to beep again after charging everything over the night. And I, the lake is dead flat calm. There is fog all over the place. I can't see anything. It's a white wall. At night, the water is flat. There's weeds everywhere. I got a hundred yards and everything was fouled up. I mean, just weeds all over the place. And so I'm like constantly cleaning and stuff. And then this beep goes off. I'm like, all right, I'm going to run it a little bit. I brought an extra battery, uh, an extra lead cell out with me and jumper cables. Good call. And 
I jump my boat and get through the, the last two and a half hours with this kid. Uh, and it was a sad, it's a sad story with this kid about his musky fishing. It, it just unbelievable. He's been on nine trips and has not caught a muskie. Now, surely something had to have happened on your trip. Uh, something happened. I mean, he got to see a broken boat. And a broken heart. And a broken heart. But, so, the the fog's like lifting and stuff, and this kid is, I'm, I'm, I'm staying calm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm having battery problems. I'm just going to plug this thing in here. You know, and you're, 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 you're jumping Frankenstein in the back. Mm-hmm. You got these car battery cables. Car battery cables, the whole thing's like aluminum. It's a really small space to get into. You know, sparks are going all over the place. You're welding back there. I'm like, oh, yeah, nothing to worry about here. Luckily, it was dark. Except for all the sparks lighting up. It it was like a white wall. I could barely see them sitting there. With fog. And the boat comes back to life, and and I'm able to finish the trip. Mm. With cables and batteries all over the boat. It's really like bosh bosh together. Terrible. I mean, you know, a boat that age, most people will overlook something. And they like do that. the same the, they do the same thing. That's a really nice boat. And I'm just like, it is not a really nice boat right now. It is a very terrible, terrible, terrible boat. And I hate it. But the fog lifts this guy's been on all these trips. Has the craziest stories about, like, you know, how he didn't catch a muskie, and it just is nuts because we were on him so well last year. He had the kid is hooked up with one, netted one. It's gone through a hole in the net. Oh, jeez. Um, so he never saw the fish. He's had a, one on trolling, and. Um, we're trolling, and I have only four poles out because it was so nasty, weedy, and this big muskie just is like in between my down rod and my out rod, sitting there as I troll by, and I don't even want to say anything because the kid has had such bad luck. I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything because that fish is not going to hit. He's like, oh my God, look at that fish. I was just like, damn it. I was like, yeah, man. That was a nice one. (laughs) And, you know, he thought like it was going to take some line or something. And I was like, it's not going to happen. It didn't happen. But, about like for the last, last uh, hour in the trip, we get, I, I put the planer boards out, and we get a rip on the on the planer board. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I was like, that that was a fish right there. He was like, oh, he was like, what should I have done? I was like, I don't know, you know. He just got off. They get off, you know, a lot more than than not. And he's like, all right, well, let's stay out 20 more minutes. And the guy has to take a flight and leave at noon, and we have to be off the water at nine. And I don't, quite honestly, I don't know how much longer we would have lasted. Um, with the, with the battery problems, and uh, we're trolling through. I, I, I work back through the area. I just am, like, pounding this area back and forth where we got the rip. Boom, 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 boom. We get another one. Side rod just starts taking off and uh, gets down, grabs the rods, reeling, boom, off. 
Just like that. Yeah. I was like, this, I don't know why they're doing this to you, man. This is, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you have, have all the odds stacked up against you. You're out with a guide right now on a bum that, boat. That is limping. You know, that is limping through these charters. I'm trying everything to get this kid a fish, you know. And, and it finally happens, and it puts it in perspective for you that it could be worse. It could be worse. You it, could have it, the it really, musky curse. It, you could you could have the curse, uh, and you have the boat curse. I have the boat curse, and all you have to do is buy a new one. <laughs> many, many. I mean, that kid. It just it, the stories can go on. I mean, when he first got in touch with me years ago, I've been trying to get this muskie. <clears throat> I pick him up, fired up. We were catching fish. This is like six years ago. I'm on fish, take him, run him the whole way down the lake. We pull in. Here's how I want you to work this bait. I throw it out. First cast, I'm, I'm just showing him how to work the bait caster, showing him how to work everything. I'm pulling. I said, okay, there, you know, there's one right there. And there's a fish coming after the bait. Bring it in, do, do, this, do the figure eight, do the thing, and the fish leaves. And this kid all right then, he looked, he's like, oh, my gosh, you know right where they're at. <laughs> First cast, showing him how to use the bait. It hit the water. I took two jerks, and I saw the fish. I was like, oh, there's one coming. <laughs> it went from that to where I took him out again in between two double-digit days. Ugh. Crushing him. I'm like, dude, let's just go do this. Let's get this done. I take him out, and it was probably the only day last fall that we got we saw nothing. Yeah. Pick him, and the next day I picked the guys up, and he calls. I said, "Man, I, I, I don't even, I can't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. These guys had double digit fish on again today." <laughs> I remember that day. It's just insane. Yeah, the the curse that this kid has. It's it's a gag between the like the family members and stuff. Yeah. Everybody knows about it. You know, his wife gives him a hard time about it. His dad, his mom, everybody. So it's going to be a big, big event when it actually happens. Yeah. It should be so easy with what we do. I know. And he just, it's just uh, not that easy. He's out of on trolling with me. He's out of on casting. I'm only taking him... He did two half days. Yeah. But... I did take him on a full day last year in the middle of mayhem. And nothing. It, it's sad. Just yeah. cannot believe that. I don't want to think about it too much about it. I, he's I, I, he's I, gonna I, he's yeah. he he's gonna come. He, he he said he's gonna come back up. I mean, this kid lives in Florida now. Ugh. And so not only so he's there's he's, a travel. That, yeah, but he has family. Okay. Around the lake, so he he's grew like, up here. I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna come back for Thanksgiving for, and I'm gonna use that as an excuse to fish. And so we're gonna see if we can get him one then. I, I hope to God if he's listening or anything like that, we're gonna oh try our damn darndest. That's for sure. God bless that kid. Keep him in your prayers. Yeah. No charge. No charge. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. Uh, no, no charge. No charge. The 
What happened with the boat next? Okay, so I take it back to that. I'm sorry we got this is a very depressing podcast, but um, I take it. I take it to Vix. I drive. Yeah, Vic, I, I just say it now. Vix Marine. They're they're, they're good dudes. Um, dropped. I, I I left from that charter. Drove all the way to Akron. Which is probably at least two and a half hours. Two and a half hours if you're speeding. Um, if you're like me, it'd probably be more like three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. I drop it off. He's like, yeah, just undo the gate and leave it back there, man. I'm like, all right. I, dro- I drive back there. It's a real sick marina. It looks awesome. Rangers all over the place. Did drop it, it off. <laughs> drop it off. Um, called him, let him know. I'm like, dude, just set this thing up like how you would. I was like, just don't make it so it doesn't die. So now in there is a switch, kind of like a Perco switch. Uh, there's an extra battery in there just in case I do lose power again. I could switch over to that one. Uh, there's an extra bank charger because those bums. You have three those, those different bums, chargers. Those bums from Cabela's. I had five batteries in it initially. They were all incorrect. And there was only a four bank charger. Now there's there's bank chargers for all of them. Now you have six batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need it. You know, it's like I, I need it. it. It has to happen as long as you, I'm you're just stuff. you're drunk on electrons. So I mean, every I've I've taken it out since then. I fished all weekend. Had some had good days on the water fishing, and uh, nothing has happened. All is well right now, but like I said, I'm not kidding people when I say it's always TBD until I get into another rig. I went and picked that rig up, and he's like, the showroom's open for you. I walked into this room filled with like 50 rangers, and it was just me and the rangers, and I was just did, walking did around. You, did you talk to them? I talked to them about it, and they're, 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 ta- they're talking, so, you know, maybe, you know, we'll see what it goes. It's a ruthless business. So. And, but, but you could be maybe on a guide staff. We'll see what happens. You could talk about this wonderful podcast that you could sing their praises. Or... Yeah, dude, yeah they're, they're, they're good stuff, you know, and, and they, they work with Verados, and they work with big rigs and offshore motors a lot. So you got to, when you, anybody that's listening... And is buying a boat, and it's not your average fishing boat. It's for serious fishermen. You could do all the homework you want, but you gotta, you know, don't find the find the good marinas, the ones that have the good reviews, the people that are working with these motors non-stop. You know, not the places that lay off their mechanics in the winter time and and all that stuff. You know, that just happens sometimes. Um, but. If you're looking for stuff like that, check out Bix. Yeah, <laughs> a shameless plug. It uh, you know they 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 know their stuff. You know, I feel safe out there again. Like I said, TVD. We'll see. It Perfect. continues. Well, I guess this podcast really wasn't too bright and cheery. But the vision's picking up. Woo woo! There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, it picks up a little bit. Teasers. That's right. Well, I guess we'll. Uh, hopefully, our next podcast will be a little more uplifting. <laughs> Gosh, this is terrible. He's just shaking his head. 
I can't think about it, so. All right. Well, if you guys are thinking about trolling, you should start thinking about some Baker Baits. Mm. Mm-hmm. With St. Croix rods. Mm-hmm. If you need any anything maybe to hold that rod, think Fat AZ Musky product with rod holders. Unbelievable. Tip them, move them. Totally, totally movable. On the fly. I do it all day long. Dancing out I would there. call We're them dancing. fluid oh. in that you can they can move when you want them to. Man, they're like a fine wine. That very well could be. So check out Baker Bates on Team Rhino Outdoors. Find him on Facebook or just about any one of those musky flea market, outdoor, buy, sell, trade, all that stuff. Check him out. Find Zach. Shake him down for some baits. And uh, you'll be pleased. St. Croix Rods, best on earth. Fat Easy Musky products. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. All great to us. Helps keep the podcast going. Please support the sponsors. Uh, Until next time, guys, good luck fishing.